Hello and welcome back to another semi-regular podcast. Um, it's now it's springtime, springtime in Australia, so things are, are heating up as they tend to do in this country. Um, so spiders have arrived. Spiders have arrived, but in terms of the heat, I mean Brisbane itself is hot. It's really humid, a bit sticky. Uh, I believe you have a sweat issue that you wanted to to put out there on the table. No, I told you this in confidence. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it gets a bit muggy. It's not that bad yet. But I walked here from from uni, maybe about half an hour. But I've got a I've got a a one sided sweat issue. So what do you mean by one sided? My my left side sweats way more than my right. Okay. It's really weird. My whole left side's fucked. I've we've got those uh, toms. Do you have toms here? The shoes toms. Tom's. So sort of the slip-on wicker can- uh, canvas shoes. I think I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're the sort of shoes you just get at Target for $10 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but the Tom's ones are good. They do one for one. Apparently, if you buy a pair, they give a pair to Africa. Okay. But they fall apart, so. Yeah. Um, but uh, my left one's completely ruined down one side because my, my foot, like, slides to one side. Mm. I sweat more out my left armpit than my right armpit. So I was, it's just really weird. Maybe I had a stroke as a child that no one told me about. Yeah, it could be why you always have that sort of half grin on as well. That's just my face. See, it'd be. I, th- I think it'd be <laughs> got a lazy eye on the left as well. Wouldn't it be the right side though that was more active if you'd had a stroke? Isn't it the left side that kind of? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what do you know about strokes? I know that your heart's on the left side of the body, but I guess a stroke isn't really. Is it to do with left side and right side of the brain? I don't really know. So maybe my right side's more active. Is that the? Imagination side? I think maybe you're overthinking it. Maybe... Well, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe you just have have more overactive glands on one side of your body. It's just Maybe the sun was just on the left. Could it, it could have been. <laughs> I just realised. Yeah. That's probably what it was. But yeah, no, it is, it is getting a bit muggy. But you're probably used to it. I, it gets a bit hot. And I'm just... uh, look, I don't, I don't know if you ever fully get used to it. Um, it's... It's a t- there. You know there are certain temperatures, certain weather conditions that it's only about twenty five. It's not hot, hot yet. No, it's just it's just when the humidity gets up to about eighty five percent, you sort of you feel like it's really it's still breezy at wrapping the moment, you. So it's, it's okay. And that's what I found. I found in um, in England and Scotland that with the lower humidity, it's never warm. It can be, but the thing is, it can be cold. But it feels warmer than it does here. I think it has something to do with the way moisture transfers temperature through the air. It definitely does. If it's 25 in England and 25 here, it does feel hot in England. I don't yeah, know and well... Because it's probably just not used to it as well, though. I'm thinking more, you know, it, 13 degrees in London feels much warmer than 13 degrees in Brisbane. 13 degrees in Brisbane feels quite bitter. Mm, freezing. But I'm um, wearing like, hoodies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've... Over the winter period, you were really suffering. I was freezing, yeah. And I'm, it's because the houses are shit. Yeah, they are. There's holes everywhere. There's no insulation. About so about as insulated as tents, they discovered. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd probably be warmer in a tent. Maybe. At times. I, I, a couple of months ago, I fell asleep with a, in a hoodie, a, a hat, two pairs of pyjamas, bottoms on, socks, and I was still cold. Yeah, I woke up. And I, I was waking up at six in the morning, just cold. Mm. And I couldn't get back to sleep, so the sun had come up and it was warmer. Yeah. But which I didn't expect. <laughs> no, it's a, it, yeah, 
It's an odd, very odd. Uh, it must. It just must have something to do with a subtropical climate or something like that. Yeah. Moving on from weather, because weather's not. Weather's a bit boring. Yeah, but I'm English. I love talking about weather. Yeah, well, complaining about it. Yeah. You had a news story you wanted to bring up. Oh yeah. I don't I know what this, this is. I thought this might uh, entertain you. I read. Uh, it was a bit of a weird. The BBC website or BBC news app I've got does a, a sort of obscure news story most weeks. And this was about a Mex- guy, a Mexican guy, or I don't know if he's actually Mexican, but he works in Mexico. And uh, his job is to clean up blood yeah. after murders, which is probably a big thing in Mexico. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but he... It's very on trend. Yeah, he... I just wondered if it was like... It was all about how he got into it, and he starts... Let me see if I can find it. He starts... Um, nattering on about how he was fascinated from blood when he saw a murder outside his house when he was 12 and it was just the weirdest thing and I just thought if you could think of any weirder um, stories well there used to be jobs sorry well yeah I mean there's there are the people who dive in um, sewage treatment plants yeah well that's just a bit of fun isn't it but (laughs) the clearing up blood it must be pretty but he he put it quite eloquently I can't find I think it must have gone now but um he was talking about how he's like cathartic for people because he's the last person they get in and like mm. they're all very tetchy and horrible and then as soon as he's cleaned up and got, it's kind of got rid of the memory and it's, they can start moving on. So he he's got, feels like he's doing a really good service. But I'm shocked that policemen just leave. Yeah, it's They odd, just leave it? it like the scene. That once they're done with all the evidence, they've just left like a bloodstone on the floor and like, yeah, get back to your life. I think that's really weird. Surely they should provide that service. Oh, well... You, that means you've got to go out of pocket, and he earns quite a lot of money, so I don't know how much... Because I reckon most people would pay anything to get rid of that. The, other, so the, the flip side of the coin is, I guess it helps um, law enforcement not get too involved in it, being able to just walk away from it. Cause mm. But I think they should have a department. It should be tax-paid, surely. Yeah, well, so, so it's a private... This is a private... Most people would move houses, though, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, you want to, but so this is this is a private cost that what the families. Yeah, the families have to pay, okay. which I think is quite bad. Yeah, that's. It's the same everywhere, but obviously he's like one of the only ones, and he operates in Mexico City or, or yeah. somewhere in Mexico. But I wonder just if that's just like a general job. There was. Um, I've never heard of it before. Yeah, well, there was a, a reality show called Crime Scene Cleanup or something like that. I've never actually watched it. Loving but... a reality show. Isn't it? Oh yeah, just just a, a an absolute Geordie Shaw lover. Yeah, yeah. I um, it it basically built who I am today. No, I just don't watch television. So I just wondered whether you reckon you could do that job. Could I? Yeah, I could do that job. Yeah. Yeah. You, could you go into a house where it's got blood stains on the carpet? And he said how he'd like figured out his own formulas and made his own cleaning products. Yeah. That, that were better for each job, and it's just it's. It was written by him, so it wasn't even reporting, it was him. But it was just a, such a strange passion. I bet people must think he's an absolute weirdo. Yeah, well, it's it's hard because my... This is going to sound really weird, but when someone dies, I just don't... I don't see them as being people anymore. Yeah. Well, uh, they're just body then, aren't they? Yeah, the, the electricity and the, the electricity powering the brain and, you know, that essentially gives them their, you know, their, their sense of self or their personality, it's gone. It's, it's not... It was an empty vessel. 
Pretty much. So that's fine. That's not it. It's just the emotion left in the room when you if, imagine if you couldn't afford if you're a poor family in Mexico slums or something, and, and your brother's part of it. This is a very stereotypical. Part of a gang or something, and he gets and he's shot a ma- through the window Mariachi or a drive-by or something. Yeah, you know, Antonio Banderas comes along and machetes him or something. Um, but pretty much a daily. Thing then you can't afford Mexico. someone to come and clean it up. So every time. There's bullet holes in your wall. You're just reminded of it every single time. It's people, just crazy. people can clean it themselves. I don't. Well, I don't know. He's got some special formulas. Can you? Blood's got to be quite hard to get out of a parquet, a car, carpet. True. It's it's quite thick. It's like when you drop an egg. It's like the hardest thing to clean up. Because <laughs> it's hard. Well, it's it's you try and clean it up with a thing. And it's just sloppy and it's just too thick. If you want to be the best crime scene cleaner. In the business, you've got to break a few eggs. Practice. Yeah. If you can clean up an egg, you can clean up blood. Is that what we're saying? Mm, maybe. I think we've covered it. Okay. I think no stone left unturned. <laughs> um, so, I think we should move on. It's a bit morbid. Laws. Laws. Crazy laws. Laws. Well, I want to know if you know any. But the, because of England being very historical, there's a lot of uh, crazy laws that just uh, no one adheres to anymore but they still are in place. Ours aren't so much old as they are born of necessity. So Born of desperation. An Australian will do something stupid and then all of a sudden there's a law. So there's... But we do stupid stuff and no one cares. Yeah. But here they bring up a law. That's why I think our version of stupid's a bit different though. Yeah, that's true. Like there is a law in Australian waters that you can't be within a certain distance of a whale carcass. Well, there's, that, there's one very similar to that. I mean, you're, it's illegal to enter the Houses of Parliament wearing a suit of armour, mm. which I'm sure is not a problem anymore. No. Um, and you cannot, since 1939, apparently, um, carry a plank of wood along the pavement. It's pretty illegal. That must be because of some sort of uh, Charlie Chaplin sketch. Yeah, like, it would have been that might happen. the classic jape where someone turned around. And yeah, they're trying to avoid that. So that's that's how you do it. Um, I think you'll enjoy this one, Hamish. As recently as 1986, it has been illegal to handle a salmon in suspicious circumstances. Well, I, I personally agree with that law. Yeah, well, I don't... It, that's, there's a lot of room for interpretation there. Uh, is that some sort of bestiality with salmon coming through? I, it could be. That some, some fishmonger has gone to town on a salmon and they've wanted to stop it. If you are talking about <laughs> fish, a salmon is probably one of the sexier fish. Well, I think a catfish has got those whiskers. I think that's pretty, pretty hectic. <laughs> but um, oh, it's just got to be uh, a clownfish or or a dory. What's the dory? Is that just a dory? That's just a John Dory, isn't it? What is that fish? Yeah, yeah. I oh, think that's so. a really uninvented name. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cleverer than that. No. Oh. Ah, well, they're pretty good. Do you not see Finding Dory with the baby Look, Dory? to be honest, I, I, I'll admit I've never seen Finding Nemo or Finding Dory. Why? Because <laughs> computer animated movies are unbelievably soulless. They are. Have you not seen Toy Story? Have you not seen Up? No. Fuck. I've seen a, a handful that I thought had merit that I really quite enjoyed. So Wally, Up will make you cry in 10 minutes. No. It will. It just, Even it, you hard man. It just won't. <laughs> it will. It's, not, it's got nothing to do with being hard. It's just got more to do with being completely emotionally shallow. 
Oh, yeah, well, yeah. But not a, is not it, a deep pool over here. So if they made um, Up with human actors, would you find that more? Even if it was cell-drawn cell animation. Ah. See, that has, like, obvious human hand in it. It's very um, organic. Is there, is there anything still hand-drawn? No, not no, not It's too much effort. It's too expensive. Um, speaking it's of whales, Hamish, as of 1322, it's been illegal for a dead whale found on a British coast to be removed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, because it automatically becomes a property of the monarch. Like, well, I'm... Like swans. I'm sure... I'm sure the ruling monarch is very happy about their, being able to hang on to their dead whales. <laughs> that must be an issue. Um, since 1839, it has been against the law for anyone to fly a kite or slide on ice in the street. Good. So Mary Poppins breaks rules. Fantastic. Because they actually sing about flaunting British rule. Mm. Scoff laws. With that terrible accent that Dick Van Dyke managed to do. Oh. <laughs> You're not allowed to erect a washing line across any street either. No. That, well, you seem to agree with all of these rules. I, I, just, I just think a lot of these are just public nuisance laws, really. Well, you can't ride a bus while uh, suffering from the plague, which I think is, is an issue nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I can see like that the law probably shouldn't still exist, but at the same time, it's a very good law. Well, yeah. Well, you're not allowed to keep a pigsty in front of your house. Once again... Good rule. Yep. Um, and uh, you can't be intoxicated in the house in the in charge of a horse or a cow. <laughs> yeah, but I look at that in a modern. That's probably sense. going back to bestiality. Like isn't it? in a modern sense, you can't be intoxicated in charge of a car. So. Yeah, but the horse has a mind of its own. Yeah. Could but you be intoxicated in charge of a self-driving car? This is my question. That's the that's the biggest thing. But surely you would need to be lucid in order to. That's technically a taxi, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd need to. Um, You'd need to be lucid in case something went wrong. That's true. In case the horse was retarded. Yeah. Yeah. Although... Horses aren't smart. No. People say they are, but horses really aren't that smart. Well, here you go. This is one for you, Hamish, because I can imagine you doing this. It's against the law to beat or shake any carpet or rug in the street. <laughs> All right? So you don't want to pollute the atmosphere outside the street. Have you seen photos of London, sort of Victorian era, up they to did the, the mid-20th century? The smog in the city. Just but that wasn't from carpet. But don't shake your fucking carpet. <laughs> well, having said that, you can shake your doormat, but only if you do it before eight in the morning. Good. Okay, mm -hmm. fair enough. When people aren't around. So I think if you pollute when no one's around. Is that, I'm not saying... of, is that kind of like the whole um, bedpan thing? I know in Scotland, like, there was a time of the day, it was like eight o'clock at night or whatever, you could just throw your bedpan out the window. Well, that was it. If you go to uh, any city in London or England, in, London, in England, like London or Oxford or even Stratford, uh, old towns that still got the old buildings, I think if you look, you'll notice, but you only got the door, you've got the top floor jutting out. Yeah. And that was so people could walk underneath that and you could still throw your waist out the window. Yeah. So you could walk without being covered in shit. In Scotland... You just had to yell out from, you know, the clothes. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, it was like hold your hand or something. It was like hold your hand. You'd be like what? And then um, nobody would understand it. Well, Scottish people they can, for the most part, understand each other. I'm not sure about that. They all seem to be confused about what they want. Um, it's illegal to sing any profane or obscene song or ballad in the street. Oh, see, I'd be fucked then. Mm. Well, do you know any profane songs or ballads? I'm limericks. I am a profane song. I think you should sing us one. 
Oh, it's illegal. <laughs> Not in Australia. But I will say, this is another one for you. Willfully and wantonly disturb people by ringing their doorbells and knocking on their doors. This doesn't seem to be enforced because it happens a lot. Yeah. But it's to willfully and wantonly disturb them. It's illegal, Hamish. Well, then how do, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses and the like sort of illegal. justify They're all illegal. Do you not get the door knockers in... In England. Not where I live, but that's because no one lives there. But I imagine you get them in London. I don't think you get them in London because everyone's in flats and they're high. Yeah. No. And everyone's got like a do not disturb on their door because nobody likes anyone in London. Yeah. In Scotland, Hamish, it's uh, still illegal to this day to turn someone away if they knock on your door and ask to use the toilet. (laughs) Yeah, that's... I'd I'd (laughs) let someone use my toilet. That's probably because they're pissed and can't find a way home. But it's illegal to piss in the street, so I guess that might be why. Yeah. Maybe that's good. Um, this is apparently, there's some more recent surprising laws that include the official banning of jumping the queue in a tube ticket hall. That's That would be a major annoyance, so mm-hmm. I can imagine. <laughs> there's a Polish potato ban still in place. Can't have Polish potatoes. What's the difference between... Po- <laughs> is it just, just... Because they're immigrants. Yeah. yeah. Don't mind the Polish workers, though. But Workers can come, but they can't bring potatoes. It's going to be harder, though, now. Uh, they'll stay but there won't be as many coming they'll have to go to another country and get some freebies yeah that's probably not the right thing to say is it Um, it's your country man (laughs) as of 2004 no person shall import into England potatoes which he knows to be or has reasonable cause to expect to be Polish is it actually Polish potatoes or just polished potatoes Polish as in well yeah, because they just have dirty. So is there something you know? Is it just you know people like, people in England like their dirty potatoes? I think it's because they're called like king. Oh, I just potatoes. like a bit of dirty potato, don't I? Are you trying to do it by night? Or just only people in East London hate the Polish and can't yeah. Like the potatoes? Yeah, I'm, I I reckon that's a policy that was written by Nigel Farage, and he's just replaced people with potatoes. I don't think Nigel Farage can write. That's true. Dictator, but not read. <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> Never read. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. I'm sure there's some more ones, but um, but there's some some pretty crazy ones. Yeah, well, our, our whale carcass law came about because um, there were so know, many whale carcasses. No, no, it's just this good old Aussie battler out on out on a boat saw a whale carcass and decided he was just going to stand on top of it. No. Oh. And so he was standing on top of this whale carcass while sharks were feeding on the carcass, just going, "Hey, go." <laughs> That's probably the most Australian image I've just got. Yeah. Like. But there must be some kind of weird ones that are uh, uh, independent to Australia, surely. I couldn't think of the word there. Um, Mostly to do with um, sharks. cattle rustling and, well, yeah. sheep. You, you know, can't ride a shark on a Sunday and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm waiting for them to relax that, you know, that whole whale carcass law because it's sort of. Because every time you go past the whale car, I've got to take a wide berth and, you know, yeah. it just takes you out of your way. Just on the streets. It's terrible. Um, so we asked some people to uh, send in some tattoo ideas. Yes. Well, let's harken back to the last, last I, episode. I got a few. Yep. I got a few messages saying, what the fuck are you thinking? Yep. Um, which I largely ignored. But... Um, You'll find that's that's a, a usual response when anybody tells anybody they want to get a tattoo. Are you thinking of getting any more? No, not at the moment. For now? No, not yeah. at the moment. All right. Uh, well, a friend of mine sent uh, a few pictures. Yep. Um, 
I'll show them to you and I'll try and describe it at the same time. This is on someone's wrist, which is basically what looks like the, the crown. Yeah, don't do that. The crown, yeah. Uh, these are all terrible. Uh, <laughs> I turned all these down. I'm just seeing. So this is the British crown. Is it the crown jewels? Crown? I think it is. I think so. Uh, just on the wrist. It's kind of that crown you see on that keep calm and carry on. Yeah, it's the classic, oh, the, the classic English. Um, I think that's a little bit too, sometimes you don't want to... Uh, let people know that you're English. It'd be like putting a cup of tea on your hand or something, you know. It's just. I would probably be more likely to do that. Tea is less controversial and more widely accepted than a crown, than than royalty. Oh. Royalty is, you know. I'm a big royalist, though. No, that's fine, but it's a very divisive issue. People are like, it costs us so much money. It costs you 25p a year. Mm. And also bring in a lot of and they bring in a lot of, a lot of money. So this one uh, is one of those. Now, what is the word for this? Uh, uh, it's one of those words that that when you read it one way, it says one thing, and when you yeah, when it you flip down. it upside down, I oh god, it does have a name. But Palindrome is the same forwards and backwards. Yeah, isn't it? so it's you explain this design. I'll see yeah. if I can find. Well, it's 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 calligraphy basically, and it says Sherlock, and when you turn it upside down, it says Moriarty. Yeah. But it's the same word, which is kind of cool, but not for a tattoo. No. No. I mean... It'd be good for... I'm a big fan of Sherlock Holmes, but... An ambigram. An ambigram. There you go. We've educated someone, including ourselves. Um, This is, again, using the British thing here. It's got male and female lion. So for the lion is the Richard the Lionheart, but it's it's Mm. a bit of a symbol of British monarchy, isn't it? So I think they're going for the British thing here. Um, I'm not sure what this is. This is just a picture of bowler hats. It's not a it's not a drawing or a tattoo. Is no, it? so I don't really know what that one thought about. I think she just quite liked the. Uh, you could get a bowler hat. The bowler, bowler hat. Yeah. I mean, what's that famous painting of the guy with the apple in front of his face with the bowler hat? Oh uh, yeah, um, I know the one you mean. Can't think of. It was in the Thomas one. Crown affair. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but um, it's actually one of my brother's favourite pictures. But it's yeah. a very cool picture. Um, and uh, just a, a Shakespeare quote, as we all like, which. Uh, Hell is empty and all the devils are here. Mm-hmm. Which sounds very morbid for Shakespeare because it's usually full of puns and terrible, yeah. terrible puns that you have to look up. Um, it's kind of a nice quote, but is a, that, a, it's a bit long for a yeah. tattoo, and B, um, I don't really see how it relates to me is that, in any way. I mean, is text something you'd probably be more likely to go for? Or? Three, probably three words maximum, though, I would have thought. Yeah, true. Um, three or four words. If it's pithy and it's witty. Brevity is brilliant. So you're not really too interested in, in colour or an image or it's more just... Well, I know absolutely shit all about tattoos, so I'm pretty open to ideas. They were... That was good. Thanks for sending those in, but that was a good, uh, good exercise in what I don't want. Yep. Um, <laughs> so there was one I really wanted to get one when I was over there and I, I didn't but the Just idea governor no the idea I had was like a British bulldog dressed that's be hard to draw though yeah but these people are artists they're, they're really good at what they do yeah um, and yeah so British bulldog dressed as an English bobby with like a banner at the bottom, top and bottom and just saying you know what's all this then <laughs> and I just reckon that would be a really cool tattoo but it's just too English for someone like me to get I, I think you should have it as a memory for, for when you went to England yeah, possibly, possibly if you moved there as well yeah possibly maybe next time but I just that just the bobby you could get one 
if if some you know if you really enjoyed your time there to, to commemorate it. That's something. yeah, but no, it no that's true as well. But it doesn't need to be sim- It doesn't need to be a, a visual, direct, explicit symbol. It can just be something you get there and you go, I got that tattoo in England. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, I think if you're going to get a British bulldog dressed as a bobby, saying what's all this, then you you should probably be English. I'd have like an amalgamation of something Australian and English if I got it right here, like yep. a kangaroo wearing a wearing a policeman uniform or something like that. Right. Kangaroo or a Winston Churchill. What, coat. No, no, yeah, what about drunk in the morning. What about a wombat dressed as Winston Churchill? Well, there's not much difference. In that. No, exactly. <laughs> I reckon it would translate really well. A wombat dressed as Winston Churchill, and then you want the quote? Have like a Churchill quote. You'll still be ugly in the morning. Sweet pun in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the wombat. Yeah. Ah, well, it, get someone to draw it. Anyone's good at art. Yeah. Give us a little sketch, send it in. Um, and uh, I, I think that could work. Nice. Interesting. I don't kind of want to commit yet, because I want to see the design first. Yeah, it's not something you want to rush into. No. Um, I would just sort of <laughs> take your time with it. Any more, keep sending them in, but... Uh, also, music suggestions. Did you have any? I questions? didn't have any music no, no suggestions. Music suggestions. No. Right. Um, I guess people just don't want to talk to me about music. I think they know it's a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I like. You anyway. asked the other day who Jimi Hendrix was, so you know. No. Yes, you did. Did I? Yes, you did. <laughs> you absolutely. What was the did. context? I can't remember now. Uh, out of context, constantly. Oh, that's right. I said um, there was a band playing at work, and I said I was going to take the guy's guitar and play it upside down, Jimi Hendrix style, or something like that. Oh, I said I didn't know Jimmy And you were just like, who's, who's that? Who's that? Who's Jimi Hendrix? He played for a band. He was the band. Oh, I thought he played in like... Also, famously moved... Did he, in... did he do a solo career as well as a group career then? It was called the Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix Experience. Well, I have heard the name, I just didn't know. But um, famously moved to London, where he also died. People do that. London kills you. Yeah, it's, it's tiring. <laughs> Honestly, I've lived there twice and it is knackering. It's a great place to visit. And I think if you've got money and a, and a job that gives you enough free time, you can actually really enjoy it. But yeah. if you're constantly working and you're struggling for money, it's a very stressful place to be. Because it's, it's huge. It is and large. pretty thriving. I think, like, something, I think it's about 48% of the British population lives in London. So it's a very high concentration of people. You know, like and half of them are fucking Polish with their potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> When I was there, there was polished potatoes everywhere, so no one's following that law. It's terrible. I think they should crack down on it. Send the article into the Scotland Yard. Yep. Why the is that new called Scotland, Scotland Yard? Yard? It's because the street, the street that the original uh, Scotland Yard was on. Well, it was like a, it was a yard. Because it's nothing to do with Scotland. No, no. It was just the police headquarters was on Scotland Yard Lane or whatever. But now it's moved. It has moved, but they've retained the name. That's terrible. That's confusing. Well, that's just... Well, Scotland Yard became in and of itself the name for the police presence in London. That's true. You read, that's, you read any of the Sherlock Holmes? That's where the name Bobby's comes from as well. Bobby's... Because Robert Peel uh, ordered yes. the police force, so... Oh, Bobby. There we What's, go. Who, this has been very educational. It has. Who was the um, comedian that did... Uh, oh, God, it must have been about the 60s or something. He did those three Bobbies with the... With the truncheon, like chasing each other around to that music. Well, who was that? <laughs> Wasn't that Benny Hill? Was that Benny Hill? I think it that was. That sounds Benny like Hill. a Benny Hill sketch. I think it was Benny Hill. Maybe I could get three policemen chasing each other around my arm. Very, yeah, because <laughs> it's tattoo. And as a tribute to Benny Hill, we'll finish this episode off with Yakety Sax because it's classic. Do I know that? You, so, yeah, it's the Benny Hill theme song. Oh, 
There we go. Did it, did it, yeah, I know the one. I was about to sing it then, but I'm not giving anyone the pleasure. <laughs> we'll leave everyone with that for this one, and we will see you. Is that one? You'll hear us for the next one. <laughs> <laughs>